Okay, it's all coming back to me now. Takes me, I'm telling you, it's as I had one, um, one co-worker at, at Jackson's in Cleveland say, talking about uh, people sitting there picking at my brain. Well, I mean, no shit. You know? I mean, I'm glad you're concerned, but it's my brain. Mind your own damn business. But how do these people know this, and um, why do they know it? But anyway, what's bothering me is um, I can't stop moving, okay? Cannot stop moving. I don't mean just a little bit of a nervous kind of jittery thing. I mean, like, it's driving me so crazy that I have to lay down after like an hour, two hours, okay? That was another thing that was on one of the podcasts that did not record, even with my Bluetooth headset, mind you. wonder why it wouldn't. But anyway, um, just saying, why can't I stop moving? And then if I start to do something that, well, they probably must not want me to do, then they'll create all this um, pain for me, all this um this weird, um, in, like in my head, or they'll make me, uh, they'll constrict my breathing just suddenly and rapidly. Just, there's no way that those symptoms could be anything else. Because, trust me, being the kind of target that I am, I test them out and everything else. You know? And, um, it's always the same, the same thing. So, when you know that you're being monitored, that closely and people keep telling you that you're not and that you're crazy and that you're wrong and that you know I mean what the hell am I supposed to do and then they send you to a place that you would never typically go if people would um, put you where you should be which is somewhere that's protected and these places aren't protected that very that well then um you know, these things wouldn't be happening, but like I said, people people don't care. Um, all they want to do is protect themselves and any kind of involvement they have. They don't care who they violate or, um, or how they're violated. And, you know, I even tried to get the last place I was to do a referral to a uh, recovery for torture um, program, which is the only kind of program I should be in. It's the only one that's appropriate. It's the only one that will be able to treat me. It's the only one that is like a hospital, but a living situation, but a hospital. And um, that my symptoms are so bad at this point that that, that is where I need to be. But I'm, I'm in constant fear where I used to. But listen, when I first figured out what was happening to me, or was starting to figure it out. I lived in the hospital parking lot or at the hospital. Okay, that's how scared I was. Uh, that's where I stayed. Every time I would get scared, I would go sit in the parking lot of the hospital. Just didn't know what was happening to me. Like, I, I was, they were running their mouths to me and stuff, and I just couldn't feel, I was like, God, there's something in my car, or what? This is very scary. But they wouldn't let me grasp what was happening either, which, you know, shows me, you know, why I couldn't from childhood. Like, why I never even got to think about it. Like, why could I not think about it? Why wouldn't I? So, um, I, I stayed at the hospital all the time, and then they started doing these weird things at the hospital that made me scared, you know? 
and um, they wouldn't treat me. But um, I also didn't know how to tell them what was happening. But now when I try to tell them what is happening, and I, I actually have started to, um, even if I have to write it down and, um, and tell them what's happening, um, I, I have to. Because I, I have to get some kind of relief from this or, or you know, I'm, I'm going to die. So as many times as I've told them I'm going to die in a day, you know, there's times when they, they'll tell me, you know, if I, if I put pants on, I'm going to die, you know. But um, that's, that's one thing I, I do know that is true is that if I don't get some kind of, um, some kind of help and some kind of relief, that it, there's no doubt in my mind that this is what I'll die from. So um, I'm sure it is anyway, but I would like to prolong that as, as long as possible. So, so I, I know I'm here, you know, getting blamed um, for everything. And I know it isn't my fault. And I, um, I get to a point where I just take the blame and apologize because, because I just can't take it anymore. And I was brought here not wanting to and, you know, made to come here and, um, you know, tried to prevent this from happening and yet, yet here I am, you know, but it isn't about being the bigger person anymore. It's about, um, you know, people lying, acting like it's your fault and, um, uh, claiming you have violations you don't have and you've done things you haven't done when, you know, I don't speak, I don't, um, I don't bother anyone, and, you know, the reason I don't is because I know. I know that um, people are sent in places everywhere I go to harass, abuse, and make it appear like I am the problem, okay? And I know who prevents things from happening and knows that I'm not the problem, and um, those are usually the only people that I, I'm willing to argue with, you know? So, um, and I'm not so much willing to do that even because I'm, I'm so afraid, you know, I've, I've been done this way so many times and I know how touchy this situation is and it just sickens me to know that, that people would want you to be so meek and so afraid that you can't even defend yourself, you know, and, um, but I, I, know, I know how it is, you know, I wish I would have known a long time ago and if I... If I would have, things may be exactly the same or things may be a little easier for me. But there was a time when they, you know, people could get to me to a point where I would, I would lose my shit. And losing my shit just consisted of a little bit of yelling. And that's about it. You know, that's what losing my shit consisted of, okay? Um, <laughs> that's, that's what it consisted of. And, uh... A podcast that's coming up will consist of telling you about some trips to the mental ward where I was accused of being combative and was not. And, um, which I, I, you know what? I needed to be there. There's no doubt. But, um, to say that I was combative is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. And, um, I, I, if I was, and it's probably because they were trying to give me a shot that I didn't want and they took my Red Bulls and my Kit Kats away from me. Okay. But, but I wasn't, so, um, some other things happened, too, that I, I need to talk about, because 
what they do is when you're when they consider you that is they watch you shower, okay? Now, it just looks like that was leading up to to the symptoms that I'm having now and that it was known that these symptoms would arise. Okay? Well, don't it? <laughs> so, now that, you know, more more trauma is triggered, I'm going to just get that out too. And, you know, what is relevant is that they're creating all the trauma. So what's happening is instead of just them triggering trauma, they're triggering the things they've done to me. And it's causing me to, you know, better be able to explain the things that have happened. So they can trigger all they want. But the thing is, they're the ones that did it. So I don't know what, the, what they're trying to do. But anyway, um, when I was in Cleveland, and first I want to say this. The perps have hid behind every gang known to man, okay? Behind every freaking possible uh, gang that they possibly could, okay? They've, they've even had people befriend me. And um, then, then probably is what I'm thinking. They probably illegally surveil me and then try to act like I'm a gang member. So they can say that, that that's what's going on here. But I'll tell you what, it ain't, okay? But anyway, um, <laughs> and they won't let me think, you know, to, to find out about people or anything like that. God forbid I'll be able to do that, but only if they want me to and to make it look like I'm doing something wrong, okay? That's, that's the only way I'm allowed to do that. But anyway, um, when I was in Cleveland, they had a woman with, with cancer harass, and which I didn't know she had cancer, okay? Mind you that. And they were having her threaten and harass me and everything else. And, um, you know, I finally I got to a point where, you know, I was, I, was, I was ready to defend myself. I was getting pissed. And then I get told that she has cancer. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You know, that's the kind of things that they do, do to their targets, okay? Or the kind of things they've been trying to do to me, like to, to make me look like some horrible person, you know? They've done worse than that to try to make me look like a horrible person, but that's just a prime example of things that they do. You know, anyone that knows me knows that, you know, I've never been a bully in my life, and um, I've never, um, I would never um, try to take advantage of someone because they had a disability or make fun of someone because they had a disability, because as a matter of fact, that's one of the things that pisses me off more than anything in the world, Okay. Because I clearly have one myself, you know, I have a traumatic brain injury is what they will call it when I'm diagnosed. So I doubt very seriously that that would ever be something that I would ever do. But that, that is a prime example of, of how evil they are. And by doing that, it just shows that they're the ones who are trying to do that, you know, and, um, and pin it on someone else. Okay, my heart rate just jacked up tremendously, so they must not be locking what I'm saying. But anyway, um, that's a prime example of, of what, what they do, okay? And I've got worse to tell you about that they've done, but that's just uh, on my mind right now because I remember thinking, God, how sick these people are, you know? Um, oh, my God. So, I don't know um, how much...
So there'll be like days, weeks, months at a time when my every single thought is responded to or my every movement, everything's responded to or repeated, okay? And then someone will come in and start fussing at me and, you know, I, I can't even, either I can't talk or I'm so agitated that I'm afraid to for that reason, one or the other. Because what am I going to do? Tell him why I'm agitated? Which is actually what I did at, a, at Jefferson Memorial Hospital when he was trying to um, get me to, you know, I wanted to be committed and been trying to be committed and they wouldn't commit me. So he was trying to say I had all these things I didn't have to, you know, then they'd commit me if I said I had that. But I just told him, I said, I said, well, when someone um, repeats every thought you have and says the same thing to you over and over again for years and years, you're probably going to be in a psychosis. But that isn't psycho, that is a psychosis, a temporary state, not a permanent, you know, a permanent state. So that's exactly what I told him. And he didn't say much after that, but 